Hey, what's up, y'all? This is your man, Avery Fawcett. I'm here with my boy, my brother. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is the Giving the Game podcast, and it has been a while since me and my brother laid, me and my brothers laid down the track. We, uh, <laughs> hey, we locked in, though. We locked in on this beautiful Sunday. Them Cowboys about to get that dub against them New York Giants. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. So, hold on, so look, how, how the Cowboys going this year? What's the record? Uh, three and one. Three and one. Yes, bro. Three and one. So the Panthers. Panthers is three and one. Yeah, they lost to us last week. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. yeah, sir. I heard that was a good game. It was, it was. Now, now, you know what's crazy? What was a real good game was showing show that uh, Dak really, really, really is. Really is. He a ball really player, is. bro. So he, played, he lost to Brady this year. That first, he was the first. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. He showed me something. He showed me that he was, you know, he liked that. You the truth, that. bro. Dak. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, though, man? What's, what's up with y'all? What's new with you? Man, bro, shh. I mean, uh, in, bro, trying to. What it's all about. That's what it's all about. Yeah, man. That's 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 dope, man. Um, me and my wife, baby girl, finally came. Um, a blessing, beautiful blessing, man. She's something else. Uh, already, like she only a month, but I swear, I swear, she been here before, bro. <laughs> like I swear, she been here before, bro. Like she be she talking already, like not like words but like talking you know like she when you talking to her she communicating back and i'm like bro, this is different bro like she only eight she only what a month you know what i'm saying going on two months she'll be two months on the first of november but it's like she already trying to communicate back you know what i'm saying so she understand who you are. Yeah, man, it's it's just a beautiful blessing, bro. It's a beautiful blessing, and I understand what they say. Like when you have your first child, you know, um, when you have your first child, bro, it's it's something different. You know what I'm saying? Like the the way you feel on the inside. You know, like when you when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is go and check on them. You know what I'm saying? Even when you sleep, you find yourself. I find myself waking up at night just jumping up going downstairs and because that's where her and my wife are right now because it's easier it's an easier transition but um 
I go downstairs and I go and just make sure she all right, you know, just checking on her, make sure she breathing because she a baby, she an infant, you know what I'm saying? So I just be making sure that everything is good with her and stuff like that. But they say when you have your first child, bro, it's, it's amazing. And, bro, like, they ain't lying, bro. Like, her middle name is Hart. And I see why her middle name Hart. Yeah, Hart. Because, bro, she got my heart, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when I say this girl is, she's something special, bro. And I can already tell. She gonna be, she gonna be special. And the one thing that I really can't wait to like figure, figure out and help her develop is the gift that God gave her. You know what I'm saying? That's when I'm ready to start helping her develop. But yeah, man. So we was just talking. Um, we was just talking about the Wilder fight, right? And um, one thing that you were saying, Sai, is that you realized that as uh, Wilder was, you know getting ready for the fight you can tell like his mannerism you know his mannerism was off you can tell that you know you said that you was going for him and stuff like that um but you even said the same thing nigga like i was going for him but i can just tell was just something about his mannerism that was off his spirit I, was, I had like real strong faith. They could tell you I had like real strong faith for like I was going like bro, he gonna win. You know what I'm saying? He lost two times really. Um one uncounted for it, but he lost two times. This third time he just knows that everything depends on him winning. So he got a lot more to lose. Right. So you know what I'm saying? You can't count him out. So I'm strong believing like yo, he gonna win. But boy, once I start looking at that uh face off and then seeing him come in the ring. And uh, like my spirit started to change a little bit. I'm like, I'm gonna hold on to him, but I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like I can see like something. Fury took something from him. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he just didn't have that like fire in him for real. You know what I mean? It's like his confidence was low. I'm like, oh boy. Then when he started fighting for real, it started to really show. Yeah. Like, oh shit. It's like okay, but he surprised a lot of people though because he knocked him down like the third round. I'm like, okay, twice, twice in the same round. So it's like, okay, maybe he might, you know what I'm saying? He, he, I hope he got a second win or something. So he tapped into something. So, nah, next round, it was just like back to normal. Back to normal. And as the rounds increased, it just looked like he was just settling, knowing that he was going to lose. He just, this whole thing was, it's like, I just can't get knocked out. That's how he was moving. That's his, that was his body line, his mindset. Like, as long as I don't get knocked out. Right. Oh, he didn't have too much in him Some of them hits he was really supposed to be out of it for real before, but he stayed in there. But he didn't have he didn't he didn't have the spirit. 
don't know that man personally, so we don't know what's going on with that yeah. man. So y'all, you think he done? I respect. Him. Um, done with Ferry? Yes. You think he done fighting? I think he should fight Anthony Joshua. I think he's Anthony Joshua was a boxer though. Anthony Joshua is a real boxer. I think Anthony Joshua was a little more scared than Deontay. Like scared of Deontay a little. I think so too, because that that fight should have been happening. Yeah, this whole theory thing should have never been a thing. Yeah. Should have jumped up. He's should have never been a thing. Nah, Fury should have never been. Deontay, you gotta understand what Fury did to Deontay's career. He took it all the way out. Like he took his heart. He took it. I ain't gonna say he took his heart. He, he took his career, though. A lot of his career in, in, in what, three fights in a row. They, have they fought anybody else in between? It is just, mm-hmm. for the last three years, it's just been them three. Them three. You gotta understand what he did. He beat them three times in a row. Yeah. Two losses, two official losses, one draw. So, like, he was on a high heel. He was on a high horse. Sometimes you gotta, like, and I don't think he, I don't think he, 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 hum, he was humble enough, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of stuff got to his probably probably to his head. You gotta understand that sometimes you gotta be vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have vulnerability in in, 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 the, in the fight game in every aspect of life. Like, yeah, it, people are really scared. Listen to somebody. Somebody. scared of fighting for real. So he had that image about himself, but I feel like he jumped up too quick. It was kind. Of, it's kind of like like the modern day Muhammad Ali going against George Foreman. But you gotta think about it. Muhammad Ali took time off though. He understands George Foreman was very serious. Cause he got knocked out by Frazier before George Foreman. Yeah. And Foreman knocked Frazier out. So Muhammad Ali made that jump though, but he took time to train, get his mind right before that. I feel like Deontay was just going so much of who he was, I mean, who he is, and what he's capable of doing, he didn't even think about the whole logic thing. Like, I'm about to, nah, bro, that joke. It ain't go his way. I don't think he should fight him again. I think he need to fight more people. He's probably not. They nah. might not even allow it. I don't know. To, to point. Yeah, it's no point. He's lost three times, and it's like he probably won't fight him again. Yeah. He wants to, but he ain't. He can't take them belts back. It's over with. Yeah, that's crazy. So one thing, one thing I heard you say when we were uh, talking about it earlier was that you um, you realized something about um, Fury. You said that you can tell that Fury had a spiritual side to him. And that Deontay Wilder, he really didn't have no spiritual side to him. Yeah. Why? Why is that important? Like to to have a spiritual side to you, you know? And to, when it when it comes to things like this, why is that important to have a spiritual side to you? And why is it important for somebody who doesn't have a spiritual side to gain that spiritual side? You gotta understand, like. Even in life, you gotta understand you're not doing everything just on your accord. You know what I mean? It's like 50 right. 50 with the creator. You know what I mean? Like when you take a step forward, he takes two steps forward towards you. So when you start building up a spirit as if you're doing everything on your own, <coughs> you're not acknowledging that the strength and sort and everything comes from him. It's right. like everything starts to fall out of place. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like he got to a place to where he wasn't showing so much too much gratitude towards the creator. Facts. You know what I mean? And um and you know, of course you gotta understand, bro, the body gives out before the mind. So, you know, a lot of like it's a lot of things that we may have, have accomplished that our bodies gave out on, but our minds got us through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And our spirit, you know what I mean? Keeping faith and all those things, all that's important. It's a 50 50 exchange. Only your body can take you but so far. So you can't just rely on a strong punch or 
you know what I'm saying? Right. Or, uh, you know, what you used to getting off with, it's just not enough when you're in these type of situations. Right. Like, you need more than that to get you through. And <clears> I feel like he lacked it. Yeah. But he was dealing with a man that was balanced physically, mentally, and spiritually. Right. And he was just a better fighter. This is what it was. I said the same thing. I, I, I went into the fight when I seen when I seen uh, the post the post uh, fight. Um, not the post fight. My bad. The pre fight. What is the pre the weigh in? When, 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 when I was watching the weigh in, I was I was like, man, dang, this guy truly it does believe in the creator. Like he he came into it like the knowledge of him first. Yeah. And I'm not taking that away. Maybe he expressed. That somewhere in the in the in the back. I'm not taking that away from Deontay. I'm wise enough to know that man might do that on his own time. Right, right, right. But I did. That's what put me in the headspace of like, hold on, wait. It's different. It's different. He coming into this on a a whole nother way. Like he even spoke um, and said something along the lines of, "I'm not here to hurt you. I just want to beat you. You want to hurt me. I just want to beat you. I understand the sport. I understand that it's the most dangerous sport in the world. People die here." I just want to beat you. Mm-hmm. So like I'm listening to them, I'm like, wow, he really balanced in all aspects. Like you know, like Sarah said, and that was enough for me. Right. Just that in itself, his spiritual side and him how he, you know, he he let him know I'm not you. I don't want you. I don't want to hurt you, man. You want to hurt me? <laughs> right. It's you know, it, and, and that's big, man. Because like I was saying earlier before we started the podcast, a lot of times people they portray as if everything is good because of the outside appearance look good. But when we, we when you really go within, the inside isn't as good. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the inside of the cup is really dirty and the outside of the cup is clean as hell. You know what I'm saying? So it you definitely have to have a good balance. And, and that's why I feel like a lot of people, they go through what they go through. So I even thought about it, like even, even with myself, you know, I, I, I did that competition. Y'all do competitions as well, right? And when you do competitions, we focusing on the outside appearance, right? But when it when it comes to getting that outside appearance right, we gotta also make sure that the inside of our our, our mentals, our spirits, our, our, our souls is right too, because if we don't get the inside right, then the outside ain't gonna be right either. That's why they say you gotta stay disciplined. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta be real disciplined when it comes to doing competitions and stuff like that because a competition isn't easy you know what i'm saying like the men men physique that shit is not easy bro because you got to eat right you got to drink plenty of water you know what i'm saying you got to get rid of dairy products all the stuff that you love you got to be willing to get rid of and that's one of the things that we gotta um we as individuals one of the things that we as individuals we gotta learn bro that God is the one that will supply all of our needs. You know what I'm saying? Like Deontay Wilder, he 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 good at going into these fights, looking all glistened and glamoured and stuff, looking good. But at the end of the day, how is the inside? You know what I'm saying? You how is your inside? How do you, how are you really believing? In the creator how are you really believing in yourself when you go into these fights are you going into this fight just thinking about i don't want to get knocked out i just want to at least last all 12 rounds or do you really believe that when you go into this fight when i step into this ring when i step in and onto that onto that platform, onto these flatboards to lift these weights when i step up under that bench do you really truly believe that when you pick that weight up and when you put them gloves on I'm going to actually make this stuff happen. 
because if you really believe that then it's gonna happen it's gonna happen but if you if you sit there and believe that the only thing i want to do is just last 12 rounds or the only thing i don't want the only thing i don't want to do is to get knocked out bruh you 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 lost you setting yourself short you look at people like even even the young girl um she carried richardson you know what i'm saying like she was one of the, the track girl she was one of the ones when even when she had her chance her her second opportunity in that hundred um it wasn't it was after the olympics she came in last place bro she can't because her mental bro and and that's a that's a lot of athletes bro when our, our athletes need to understand something and this is why I do mental conditioning because our athletes once and because I was one of the athletes that was like that as well if you drop a ball if you come in last or you get kicked off a team or something like that you it automatically registers in your brain that it's going to happen again you know what I'm saying and you got to we got to learn to channel different thoughts mike Todd just said that god knows all our frames he knows all of our frameworks, which means framework means imaginations. He knows all of our imaginations. Imagination is whatever you think, whatever you perceive in your mind is what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. So if God knows all of our imaginations, then we create in our world around us right now. You know what I'm saying? So if, if athletes are going into the ring with that type of mindset, with the imagination that I'm going to lose or I just want to last, then God said, then that's what you're going to get. We got to kill that. You go into a relationship or anything with, with somebody, uh, I, I don't. I might cheat on you and I'm, or I might not. Well, just know that might just happen. If I, I want to I wanna live happily ever after. I want to live for a lifetime with you. Then if that's what your imagination is telling you, that's what's going to happen. But we got to understand that we create in this, this world. Sha'Carri Richardson, she created that world for herself. Deontay Wilder, he created that world for himself because it started with his imagination, bro. It started with his imagination. Facts. Like I was saying, it just goes on about the mental, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, your mentality going in has to be, you can't just, like, rely on the physical because it'll fail you. you know it's going to fail you. Like, and like you were saying, like, disappointment, too. Like, with the practicing or just getting in the game, you might have one hiccup and make that might shape your whole shape career. Shape your whole you know career. <laughs> and, and, well, and I feel like in that fight, that's kind of how it was. You know what I mean? But just look at the fights that we have every day with ourselves. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We battling with stuff every day. We, you know what I mean? We fighting ourselves every day, trying to be laziness. You know what I'm saying? Trying to overcome, you know, our flaws from yesterday. You know what I'm saying? All those things. So if we gave in to the mistakes we had in the past and allowed that to come in into the new day, Man, we won't get nowhere. You know right. What I'm saying? And, you know, that's just what it is. So that mentality just go not just in sports, but just in life. Yeah. I mean, we're fighting every day. Every day. It's a real thing. Every day. Yeah. How y'all feel about speaking about vulnerability? Vulnerability within men, period. I mean, I know yeah, it's, it's a that, conversation, but like. Nah, that's. I, I've been thinking about that a lot lately, and, um, friend of mine, Sharif, you know, she got a question to me this morning, like, how do you feel about vulnerability? And I think that vulnerability is super key nowadays, especially in our community, in any community, honestly, yeah. in, 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 any, in any community, every race, honestly, 
um, within the man, not just not just I'm talking about just within the man. Right. I think that it's key because oftentimes, I mean, nowadays I'm a lot more vulnerable than I ever been. But I remember where it was, where I where I was when I wasn't. I remember the type of mentality I had when I was not where I, when I couldn't be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was so macho. And I couldn't listen to nobody or having a just let somebody get me in the pain. Right. Um, you stagnate yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel like you stagnate yourself at the highest weight. Um, because you can't listen. And I think the moment that you can't listen to someone or take advice, and you're always able to get but but always want to give, not able to give, but always want to give the advice, um, and can't take it, you stop learning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that. Being vulnerable is, is key in relationships with your woman. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's been plenty of times where I've been in a relationship and it's like I can't, I, I feel like I can't voice how I truly feel because I might feel like it's a, it's weakening. Or she might feel a certain kind of way, or feel like I'm less than of a man. But if you're in some if you're in a partnership with someone and you can have that conversation with them. Right. Or feel like you and you comfortable enough to have that conversation with them. That's beautiful. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's beautiful. That's why she's there. That's what she's there for. That's what he's there for. Facts. Um, but we get caught caught up so much and um and and not being able to do that and picture how much stuff is is, is balled up inside of us because of those things. The, the, the effects of that. Right. Uh, you might lash out one day. You never know. So that's right. even in a friendship, I'm able to hear I'm able to hear Quran, Sharif, Saad on a daily base and I ain't never I, I would never or my brothers and I would never or you and I never no matter what size where they at in life or where I'm at in life I'm, not all, I'm, I'm always there to listen especially if it's coming from a, a beautiful a beautiful place a place where I know that this person don't mean no harm to me right and plenty of times people came to me and like yo you gotta respect yourself with, with this situation or you need to do this a little bit more differently and I can do the same with him yeah you know what I'm saying? And that's the beautiful thing. That's, I just want to speak on that with, with, with men, period, across the world. Like, let's yeah. be more vulnerable. Let's, let's open up to things, you know what I'm saying? And not walk around like it's, you don't have to carry the load always. You know what I'm right. That's all I'm saying. You don't really have to carry the load. That's true. No, nah, I was just going to say, I, um, I read in this book, man, when you, when you become vulnerable, you're allowing other people to become vulnerable with you. Um, I wrote down that vulnerability is what causes you to win or lose. You know what I'm saying? If if we're afraid to speak our truth or how we truly feel, then we ain't going to never understand or get the truth or how other people feel about us. We got to be willing to be vulnerable at all times, bro. I And I think vulnerability, I, like I said, can make or break a relationship, especially with the opposite sex. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, like you said, you don't want to feel less of or you don't want her to make think you're being weak. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not weakness. And I think that's a problem within the black man community, the black community, especially for black men. We don't want to feel weak, but we need to understand that if we want something and we desire something and we want our needs met, then we have to be willing to be vulnerable. We expect everybody to be vulnerable with us. But when it comes time for us to be vulnerable, we don't want to be vulnerable with them. You know what I'm saying? So if if we want to be happy, I think vulnerability is the way to go. Be vulnerable. Let them know how you feel. And also knowing yourself. Like, they, uh, vulnerability and they, I, I, I like the term vulnerable. Like, they think about 
macho man mentality and like trying to be so strong. I think if you put on that that uh, that costume every day or that mask every day for so long, you you'll really lose who you are uh, or, or forget or never know who you truly are um, because you're being that so much. I found myself so much more in the last few months pulling back away from that and learning what I like in the process that it's like, it's mind blowing to me. <laughs> like it's truly mind blowing. I feel different. I, I can help different. Mm-hmm. If I don't know the answer, I ain't giving it. I ain't gonna try to, I ain't gonna try to help, you know what I'm saying? So I say, take a look at yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. On a daily basis, talk to yourself, figure out what you like and be vulnerable with you first. Mm-hmm. And then it'll, it'll force you to be it, it'll be second nature for you to be able to go out and go have a conversation and let somebody give you advice. Right. Um, so be vulnerable with yourself and figure out who you are for you. I feel like, and nah, that's the key point. I feel like when you talk about um, how certain men feel like they're weak because they are vulnerable, people gotta understand this. You gotta be weak at some point in order to get strong. Mm-hmm. You know so you don't go strong from strong. It's just either weak to strong or back from strong to weak. So it's like, I feel like us as men, we feel like criticism, you know what I'm saying? We get really emotional with each other when, when we can't take like criticism towards ourselves. Well, you know what I'm saying? We engage in it when it got something to do with somebody else. But when when somebody's like pointing the mirror at us, we always get defensive with each other, you know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you gotta understand, you can't see everything about yourself. You know what I mean? People always think, yeah, I know myself. Yeah, you might know yourself, but you don't know what you look like on the outside of your skin. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, towards certain things. You don't, sometimes I feel like men don't, um, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know about all men, but I feel like some men don't know how to, you don't think about everybody else around you when you do certain things or ways may come off. You might be so, so much inside yourself that, you not you don't think about how it affects the people around you mm-hmm. in certain situations. So I look at it like this: because most of the times I do this, I put a lot of people's um, emotions and stuff before mine. You know, I'm, and because I, I'm real considerate of people, when I say certain things, I always think to myself like, okay, how would that come off, and this person will perceive it when I'm trying to like correct them about something. You know what I mean? Like it's not always so much of what you're saying that's wrong, but the way it may come off and the way you address it to that person, they might perceive and see it in a whole another way so you might have to take another approach right about it, you know what i mean you gotta think of, especially if you're in a friends with somebody you know how your friend may react to certain things mm-hmm. or how they respond to certain things so you might have to come with a different approach and i feel like in leadership you'll be like no nah, i'm not consoling that man i'm not consoling that woman but when you're in leadership you got to do that to the group you right you understand your team is different you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. everybody in your team don't act the same or don't respond the same to certain things. So right. your leadership, you gotta take the time to learn everybody. Okay, this person might get mad if I say it a certain way. Let me bring it to him this way. This person may get offensive, this person may be sad or whatever. When you're a leader, that's what you gotta do. Yeah. Or just don't accept the leadership role. Like leave it to somebody else because a true leader will lead by that type of example. Take mm-hmm. the time to learn everybody. And you don't have a, the team is only as strong as this, you know what I'm saying? It's right. Just a leader. And then, like you said, it's leadership, but also we got to go within ourselves, too. You ask me, I I always got to ask myself, like, how do I feel if I can't express my emotions or if I'm not vulnerable with that person 
or if I'm not vulnerable with these individuals. If I don't really tell you how I feel, then now I gotta, I gotta deal with the feelings that's going on with inside of me. And these feelings may not be pleasant. You know what I'm saying? Like these feelings may may be hurting me at the end of the day. They may be poisoning my soul. They may be poisoning my my spirit. You know what I'm saying? So if I can't be vulnerable, then I ain't doing nothing but hurting myself at the end of the day. I should be able to be vulnerable with anybody and I should be able to express my emotions and my feelings because at the end of the day, like I said, I don't want to poison myself. I want to speak. I want I should be able to speak my truth. And if I can't speak my truth, that that's a feeling that we don't want to have to live with, bro, because then like I said something on my other podcast, the devil is a joke. But when the devil becomes really real is when we give him the power. And when we give him the power, the way we give the devil the power is when we allow him to take control of our mind, body, soul, and spirit and emotions. And and the reason why he takes control is because now we're not being real with people. We're not being real with with our feelings and we're afraid to be vulnerable. And he's like, oh, okay. So this is where I can get you at. I got your mind now. I got your mind. You you holding in these feelings. So I'm going to take control now. I'm going to have your mind running everywhere. And you know what it's saying in the Bible. A, man, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You know what I'm saying? And if we can't be vulnerable, we're going to be unstable in all our ways. Because now we're thinking they're going to think they're going to feel this way. They're going to feel that way. They're going to feel this way in the third. And that's real. But look, y'all, we got to go on this break. And we're going to be right back in a few minutes, all right? This is the Giving the Game podcast. I hope y'all enjoying this conversation. And we'll see y'all soon. And we back. This is the Giving the Game podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So... Pretty much, y'all, um, just to give y'all a brief synopsis of what we've been talking about. We've been talking about pretty much just to sum everything up, your spiritual cup, the inside cup, the inside of the cup versus the outside of the cup, right? Um, and when we left off, something hit me, and I, I wanted to ask my brothers here, you know, this question. Um, how do the way we think shape the way we live? Everything's in my mind. I had to learn it the hard way, but it's healthy to think healthy. Like, mm-hmm. but it start it start from a it start from a, from a variety of different places. I think that it starts from how you eat, um, what's how you go to bed. Sometimes, mm-hmm. in, in every way, in every aspect, it's it's it's, it's, it's important way that um, that you think on a positive level. Mm-hmm. And everything ain't gonna be positive, but for me. Personally, um, I've seen it help in a tremendous way. I can be going through something and get the journal in, put it down on some paper. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I talk about this all the time. I put it down on some paper, write my thoughts down on some paper, good or bad. Right. Walk away from that situation and um, just kind of just give to God. Um, and it's just, it, it, you have to train your mind to get there, though. You have to train your mind to get there because we're not taught that. We're not yeah. taught that as children to, hey, man, look, approach this situation and don't approach it in a terrible way because you might be around somebody that you might need later on in life and they mm-hmm. see you react a certain way and 
you can mess the whole situation up. So how you thinking, as especially as a young black man in, in, in this world, period, you have to think on a higher level and, and conduct yourself that way mm-hmm. in all aspects because you might mess up a moment. You might mess up, you know, you, we, we mess up on a daily basis, but if you can think in a positive way with it, along the lines of that, then you'll be all right, I think. Yeah. That's, that's everything. That's right. I feel like, man, I just had like an accomplishment for myself this past weekend, and it really just showed me how your mind gotta be, you know what I'm saying? It, so I was in the gym, I hit like a max weight that I've been trying to get for a long time. Yeah. So wait, man, what's that? Five. I ain't do that. Man, man, bench? Bench press? Oh shit! Yeah, okay. Like, I've been trying to get that for, <laughs> like, yeah. for a long time, but it took me failing so many times. Like, like hold on, sorry, sorry. First, you said 405. Yeah. Tell the people your age, your weight, and your height. Um, my age 21, weight 180, and height like 5'7". 5'7". At 405, so we warming up on bench. Of course, I'm in pain still. So I do some stretching and stuff. Just take a little breather. And I'm just working through it now. I mean, we going up. We doing our sets and numbers we supposed to be doing or whatever. And the numbers is moving smooth. We doing good. Nick like, yo, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You still rock out. So I get to like 365, right? Um, because everything we doing, like a pile, if you're supposed to pause. So I pause 365. So it's like, okay felt pretty good then i went up to 380 all that and i'm like there's no way like like it don't make sense for me to be able to pause this and not be able to touch and go for right a so i might like, put four place on there they're like are you sure i'm like put it on there so i ain't changed nothing i ain't changed nothing like i'm racking myself and everything and i just locked in like for some reason i ain't have no fear going into it mm-hmm. like it was no like hesitation at all like i just knew i was gonna get it you know what i'm saying and I feel like my mind beat it before it really happened. Like, it did, actually. Like, I already envisioned myself getting it done. You know what I mean? Even though people was looking around. Like, we had the whole gym unlocked that day. Literally, everybody was looking over. Like, ain't no way this is about to happen. They can tell you was right there. Yeah. Shoot. So when I when I put it on there and got on there, it was like so much excitement. Everybody was just, like, shocked. And I just went out there and just, you know what I'm saying? But my mind just, it beat it. I yeah. mean, you know what I'm saying? So... That just go with anything you want to do. You, you just got to beat it mentally before you even get there. You know what I'm saying? It'll all work out. Yeah, I got it in my mind before I got it in real time. Like, literally, like, I knew for a fact. I ain't say nothing to nobody. I'm playing music, and I'm just like, I'm about to, you know what I'm saying? I'm about saying? to hit this shit. Word. Because I, cause I know what I got going on in the outside of the gym. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I really was thinking about a lot of that. And I'm like, while I'm in the gym, I'm about to take advantage of uh, this moment right here, you know what I'm saying? Facts. You know, so I was like, man, I'm about to get this done. Shoot, you know and you saying? hit that shit. Yeah, and knocked it out. <laughs> it surprised me. It kept working. Yeah. It kept going. That's what's up, bro. I can't. Can't nobody tell me I ain't put in the work for it though. Like I grind. Like people that been following me know 
I've been working hard. Like you grinded. From, from when I first started, I've been posting my progress. Like a lot of people been on my journey from then. And the scene, like the failures and the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was like, to be honest, it was like a celebration for some other people too. Like, bro, I know you've been trying to get that for a long time. So it was like a big deal for me to be right. day. You know what I'm saying? It was a big, it was, you know, big for some other people. But just to go on and key off what you were saying, like my mind just kind of just beat it there before. Like my body was not in shape to do that. Like I was not supposed to do that yesterday yeah. at all. But I had faith, I had a strong mind, and I had will. And all that just took over for real. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was. Man, um, so that was real good right there, man. When you was when you was talking, um, I thought about something. Uh, I first want to talk about what you said. You said lock, you locked in and you had no fear. You locked in and you had no fear. I also mentioned it earlier in the podcast what Mike Todd said. Mike Todd said that our frame is our imagination and our imagination shapes the world around us. With that being said, when you lock in and you have no fear, that means you have a vision. You already envisioned yourself winning, right? And that's what we gotta understand as young men and our young women, they have to understand. The way we think is the way we shape our livelihood. So if there's something that you actually want, then you got to understand that you must lock in first and then have no fear. There's no way that you lock in and then be and then come into the situation with fear. It, it just it's just not going to line up together. It's not going to work. Right. The imagination, the imagination part that Mike Todd was talking about earlier comes with a negative aspect and a positive aspect you can lock in and have fear or you can lock in and have no fear and now it's time for you to determine once you get up under that bench or once it whatever it is you do whatever it is you want to do in your life it's up to you to determine which one you're going to lock into you're going to lock into the fear or you're going to lock into the aspect of i ain't going to fear this i'm going to make it happen that's what we that's how we got to live our lives that's how we got to live our lives each and every day i remember like i said earlier when i was going into that men's physique competition it was times where i was locked in and it was times where i was locked in and i was half fear i wasn't seeing the progress i wasn't seeing the progress it was times where i was like man my body ain't looking good at all I was, it was times where I was telling my uh, my wife and some of my homeboys, like, bro, I don't know if I'm going to do it because, you know, I'm just not seeing the progress and stuff like that. And they're like, bro, like, what, what, but why not? Why not do it? Why not do it? It's still an accomplishment. And that's, see, a lot of people, a lot of people are afraid of the unknown. See, if you was, if you're afraid of the unknown, then you wouldn't have got up under there and you wouldn't have never known if you was able to do it. I would have never known if I was able to step on that stage and come in second place if I would have backed out of doing the competition. 
That's the same for my first time. Same thing for you, Nick. You going into your first competition too. If you don't never try, you will never know. You will never know, bro. It's been hard. I'm not gonna lie. It's been hard. It's been a daily struggle for me. I've just gotten to a point. I was telling Saad the other day. I was. I've just got yesterday. I just got to a point where I'm like, look, I'm locked totally in because in the beginning, I would. You know, I, I've been in the gym. I, I would go in the gym and throw some weight around, do what I want to do or whatever. But this training is a different type of training. It attacks the mind first. It, 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 it before it gets to you, before it takes your body, it, out, it has. It, it has taken my mind to a variety of different places. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking about, like mid workout. You gotta understand the type of training. <laughs> you ain't lying. Yeah, it worked out. I'm talking about like I'm like, look, I'm about to leave because I can't go no further. Right. This is crazy. But if my mind wasn't strong, I preach about my mind so much more than anything. If my mind wasn't there, Avery, listen, man, I would have been left. Mm-hmm. I've just got to a comfortable place where I'm like, okay, I want to be here. Yeah. But I know what I, I know. What my goal is. I'm going into a competition. It's not only well. Three months to train. Side's been doing this for what five, six years. Many. A long time. I know what's the I know the odds are against me. I know that I'm going in there like look, but I'm still going to win. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact I'm going to win. And I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I know this for a fact. And I know dudes that's stronger than me. I know dudes that have been doing this longer. But mm-hmm. it's my mind gonna give out way, 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 way further down the line in my body. So and it ain't gonna give out. So your mind is everything. It's in my mind. I'm not lying about it attacking the mind for me because it's actually crazy. Like, a lot of people wouldn't do it. And the thing is, I was doing it by myself for a little minute. It's really stressful sometimes because, like, and like when you powerlifting, it, it's another type of training. Mm-hmm. You're in there for hours and you got to just do it. You know what I mean? But he, I was telling him, he helped me a lot because having a partner in there to occupy you, like just to laugh and joke or whatever what? in between sessions is like, yo, this shit right here is crazy. We it know, is, bro. Really yeah. Because that trying to be difficult. It really attacked the mind for the body, like, and the body follows. And it's like, but seeing each other grow in this short period of time that we doing, it's just been, it's been crazy. Like, so reason why we know we gonna win is because we so confident in the training that we've been doing we don't work too hard bro like i can see if we went in there half stepping we ain't came in half stepping yeah like, we've been putting in some serious pain for real so like on all levels so we i don't have no doubt in our mind we're gonna do well or place well because the work we've been putting in at home you know what i'm saying and i was just telling him my first competition in chicago one thing i had to learn and nobody taught me is you cannot switch nothing up that you wouldn't do at home. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times when you're getting ready to get on stage or in competition, you might warm up a little differently. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little extra. You gotta do exactly what the you would same do routine. Training. And I promise you, it'll go, it'll go your way. If you just like tweak it up a little bit, it won't go your way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta stay the course. You don't let nobody get in your mind. Say so you need to swarm up another set. Do what you usually used to doing, what you practice and train for, for this moment, and you'll be good. You'll be straight. Yeah, I just um, this this cat, um, my boy now, uh, he seen my pictures on Facebook after my competition, and was like, "Yo, um, I want to train with you." He was like, "I want to do a competition." I'm like, I bet. I was like, "Well, I'm in the gym at 5:30 in the morning." He was like, "All right, I'm there." Bro, being real consistent, bro. And like you said, 
when you're working out with somebody, when you got that accountability partner, it makes it a whole lot easier for you. Because, bro, men's physique, the, the eating part, I think that's the hardest part. That is like possibly, probably the hardest part of the competition. Working out, that that's, that's the easy part. Like, I, I love working out, you know what I'm saying? But the eating and the drinking, the water every day, a gallon a day, and then eating six spinach. meals a day, bro, spinach, bro, like, that, that's the hardest part, bro. I want to commend you on that, man. Like, I want to give you your flowers on camera. Yeah. Bro. I commend you for that first show coming in. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. Like, that's amazing. Like, I watched you go through the same thing, going through the going through the ropes together, you always talking about it. I understood it. Still having to go to Atlanta and see <laughs> girls still have to get that training in. Mm-hmm. Talking about the mind. That's that's amazing for you to be able to do that in itself. I want to say that even with this training right now, it has opened up a door for me mentally that I don't know if, I haven't really taken it, taken it all the way in yet, but I know that this training has opened up a door for me. I'm getting chills probably about to talk about it. Um, for me that I didn't even know I had in me. It disciplined me so much that I was able to go to Allah and do a transition over to Islam. Mm. Like, I'm proud of that. <laughs> I'm happy about that. Like it, it, the training, not just the training and the stuff because it's been on my mind for a minute. It's it's been it's been in me for ever, but it's been on my mind to do this for a minute. But the training and um, the discipline is. The disciplines that you need to, that you have to have in the training has literally pushed me in a direction to taking my next step and I, yeah. and I did my shahada yes, um, um, alongside with my brother Sharif inside and it was not them it was literally just a lot coming to me like look this is the, this is what you have to do to succeed and to continue to push forward because you got a balance you have a balance I know you know who you are you know what I'm saying but you need to know truly who I am mm-hmm. and it's just been a beautiful walk man and I can say that I appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you for you know um, just pushing me in the direction of this, of this, uh, of this. Um, the of journey this that you because literally I was, I was, I was, it started one day. I'm gonna work out with you, bro. And then, and it's, and it's gradually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna join this competition with you. Yeah. And it has molded me. It has pushed me in the right direction. It has disciplined me. I go to bed early and now. You got to. You know yeah, you got to. That's how you, you heal to, your body. You know Constantly, you know what I'm saying? I'm right there with Allah at all times. He's right there with me. So it's been a transition for me and it's beautiful. And how it's important, so- how important is discipline and how important is prayer? Man, prayer. Talk about prayer. It's, 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 it's very important. Um, um, hold on, hold on before you start, because what I'm realizing is that the young men and women of today lack discipline and prayer. So talk to the young man or young woman, even the adult who lacks discipline in prayer. Man, um, me being 21, just from my experiences and um, my upbringing and how I was raised, you know, prayer was was um, mandatory in the household, um, no matter, you know, about the feeling or whatever. And as I got older, I grew an understanding of it um, in my life, you know, seeing the things going, the transitions that I've been going through personally, yeah. because you're going to go through trials and tribulations. But um, I was about to say, you know, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, he says, it's five prayers that we pray as Muslims throughout the day. But he said the morning prayer, which is Father, 
and the night prayer, which is Isha, if we knew how important those prayers were in God's eyes, we would crawl to prayer if we, mm-hmm. we had to. And the reason he says that is because the morning prayer, that's the prayer that starts off your day. And then the night prayer is the prayer that ends your day before you go to sleep. Um, but as I've been demonstrating with Nick and Sharif, we've been talking about it so much, how much it's been helpful throughout our lives because the devil's always working. You know what I'm saying? And when you chosen by God for a certain purpose, you know, he just attacks you just a little bit differently. You know what I'm saying? There's so many ways and aspects that attack your mind really first. And um, my grandfather always tells me, even to this day, literally, through, through everything that's going on, he says the remembrance of Allah, the remembrance of God is the greatest force against evil. It don't matter where you at, whether you're in the gym, whether you're at work, whether you're using the bathroom, whether you're in the shower, whether you're reading, the remembrance of God is the greatest force against evil. Because if you can think throughout the day, no matter what you got going on about God, he's gonna think about you. You know what I'm saying? We gotta understand, like, he hasn't let his grace up off of us. Yeah. We we let it off off ourselves, not acknowledging him. Mm-hmm. And that just goes by talking about everything we've been discussing prior in the podcast. You right. know what I'm saying? We have to keep him first because he is the source. You know what I'm saying? So if you think in your mind for a second that you're doing it all on your own, he'll he'll let that off, you know, he'll let the grace off you for a little bit and see, watch how you feed for your own. It mm-hmm. won't work out. And hopefully you don't lose your life in the process because he'll allow his grace off of you. You got to come back to the source and understand. So it's like us as human beings, we have flaws. We got things that we got going on in life. You know what I'm saying? We may not do everything towards the teeth because I was just telling Nick, man, you got to look at it like this. Um, Islam isn't a religion. It's a way of life. Right. So we believe the best religion is to treat others as you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand. Love thy neighbor. You got to love thy neighbor. But you got to understand that this thing and this process is like a washing machine. We wash clothes once, twice a week, right? Yeah. You have to continuously keep washing clothes. That doesn't mean you're not going to get dirty. That doesn't mean you're not going to do wrong or, or things isn't going to come up in your life, but you need to take that up with the God. You know what I'm saying? You don't, that's not something that you express out to, to people. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're constantly growing and just don't make the same mistakes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like God allowed us to make mistakes so we know what we need to grow from without mistakes we want to understand certain things but the prayer is key I, like literally I stay in constant prayer throughout everything that I you know what I'm saying got going on and trials that I might not talk about or my trials that I do talk about I always keep a source of you know God you know what I'm saying yeah, it's crazy. We all know, like the prayers of our mothers and grandmothers is really the, the reasons that we they still, still get, here, bro. We still get blessed right. like that. You know what My I'm grandma sent me a verse every day. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Every day. And I know, I'm, and I know, our mothers pray for us. You know what I'm saying? Through the situation they got going on. My dad sent me a verse every day. My yeah, grandma man. and my dad sent me a verse every day, bro. I'm thankful that we were able to learn prayers too. Like I'm sure you learned prayers mm-hmm. too. I'm thankful for that because it has taken me out of situations that I didn't, you know, I, I didn't even know I'd probably be able to get out of without prayer. But prayer for me, since we're talking about prayer, I don't think you'll be able to hear God at all yeah. without prayer. Like, I don't think you'll be able to hear him. I feel sorry for the people that don't pray, mm. that don't know how to pray. I ain't going to even say don't know how to pray because prayer is what you make. But prayer for me i can hear him i know what not to do in any situation that i'm in if i do wrong i know not to do 
about it. I knew not to do it. If I'm doing something right, I feel good about it. I, mm-hmm. That's that's my conscious. That's my that's that's my subconscious as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, so with prayer, I don't think you'll be able to hear. Him. I know for a fact you won't be able to hear. Yeah. Him. But 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 his grace is never up on you. Like mm-hmm. Sam was saying, his grace is never up on you. We take our grace away from ourselves. Right. But it's like the minute God let His mercy up and His grace off of you, man, your ass is great. Yeah. Facts. Everything goes. It's like the purge. Like you don't know what's gonna hit you. Yeah. Hopefully, you don't lose your life with that grace being off. Of you. Yeah. It's, 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 it's scary. That's something scary. You know it was a um, it was a parent at the uh, center that I that I'm working at, and the parent was like, she was asking, she was saying like, um, she asked another, um, she's a single parent, and she asked another lady there. Well, I know you were a single mom, so what did you do for your son? And I'm standing right there, and the first thing that came to my mind was like, well. I'm a man, you know. Why are you Why are you asking a, a mom, a single parent, what to do with your son when there's a man present? And um, so what I told her, I was like, "Well, if anything, if you can teach your young man anything, right now is to have a spiritual life. You, your son needs to have a spiritual life, and uh, because." A lot of our, and that's why, I, that's why I was saying earlier, a lot of our young men and young women, if they don't have a spiritual life, then it's going to be hard for them in this world. It's going to be hard for them in this world. They're going to be lost. You know what I'm saying? And and I can I can even say for myself, when I pray, and when I don't pray, when I take long periods of times of not praying, because I'm I'm guilty of that. I ain't even gonna lie. I might go a week or two. You know what I'm saying? I'm not perfect. And I, I go a week or two. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't talk to God or listen to the listen to sermons online because I do. That's another way of connecting with God. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not a hundred. I, I have not been a hundred percent when it comes to my prayer life. And that's something that I've been working on. You know what I'm saying? But I can honestly say the way I feel when I don't pray and going to God doesn't feel good at all it don't feel good at all it don't feel right but when i go to god and i actually drop down on my knees and i humble myself and humble myself and i pray or i just sometimes like yesterday i just went outside on my um on my porch on my back porch and i was just looking into the trees and i just started talking to god and I just started telling him how I was feeling, bro. And please, like, just release me of these, this anger, this anxiety, this fear. Align my spirit and soul together. You know what I'm saying? When I started talking to God about certain things that were bothering me, bro, I felt the sigh of relief. And that's why I feel like it's so important for our young man, for the young men and young women to have a spiritual life. Because if they do not have that spiritual life, bro, there is going to be times where they want to just throw their hands up because now they lost. They don't know what the heck to do. They don't know what to do. They don't know who to talk to when they're when it's time, when they're in trouble. They don't even know who to talk to when everything is going good. And Paul said, Paul in the Bible said, I know how to handle the pressure when everything is good. And I know how to handle the pressure when everything is bad. You know why? That's because he sat there and he humbled himself and he gave himself to God. You know what I'm saying? And that's why it's so important for our young men and young women to have a spiritual life because you will learn when everything is good and everything is bad. 
you know that God still got your back. God still got your back, bro. think you gotta like be a part of an organization or be a part of a, a group and stuff to to have your own personal connection with God and that's not even true at all you know what I mean COVID it's, taught us that yeah you know what I mean like that's just, some people like, can't go to church yeah you know what I mean there's no building to go to right now literally like no mosque no mosque building no church building you know wherever other people there's no building to go you gotta to. learn so for now, yourself you know what I'm saying now it's, it's just you and God literally. yeah you know what I'm saying so for all the people that think that you need a building to go to, like God didn't send us to a building. You know what I'm saying? He didn't send us to a group. You know what I'm saying? He had us all individuals. So, you know, he made us individuals. So we got to have our own spiritual connection with him. Facts. You know what I mean? Some people like, I don't believe in God. There's no way possible that's true. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, everything that's created in the air that you breathe and stuff, where do you think it come from? Mm-hmm. We don't believe in nothing spooky. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't. But, right. Um, you know, so it's, it has to be a higher that God has uh, used in a certain way to maybe connect to the young men that's out in the community right now because they're not just listening to just anything. They will yeah. have to see how God has worked in your life. Yeah. Um, and I feel like us, this special group, and so many other brothers, we got a key thing and a powerful thing going because I feel like we, we got we got the influence of the youth, you know, and we can pull them and, and grab them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we can do that. Facts. Well, look, fellas. We are running out of time, man. Any closing remarks? We got, what, three minutes left? Any closing remarks? Oh, yeah, no doubt. It's, it's good stuff. It's good content. But stay in prayer. Learn to pray. Mm-hmm. That was the highlight of this, of this podcast. Facts. Really prayer and peace. Um, that's what I got to say, man. Okay. Peace. Yeah. Um, of course, prayer first. Keep your mind strong. Just know that you know the body will give out. So your spirit and mind is, is what you're gonna have to rely on, you know, to get you through. Um, fear will pop up, but don't allow it to punk you. You know, mm-hmm. when it, whatever you're trying to do. You know, it's normal to be afraid of something, but once you get over that, and you know, just you'll be good. You know, don't allow that to punk you. Stay strong. And uh, my final thoughts, man, just just don't focus on the outside of your cup. Focus on the inside of your cup first. Once you clear it, once you clean the inside of your cup, the outside of the cup will match it. All right. And this is the Giving the Game podcast. I'm here with my brother, Saad Muhammad, and my brother, Nick's Rod. We are out of here, y'all, man. Ain't nothing but blessings. One love. One love.